Building a company from nothing is incredibly hard and lonely. We as entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges, and somehow we have to keep our sanity through it all. This is the Do What Is Necessary podcast, and I'm your host, Andrew Moon. I started my first business at age eight, and yes, that is not a lie. I've built multiple businesses with no partners and no funding. The Do What Is Necessary show, we're here to cut through all of the garbage, all of the toxic hustle and grind mindset that plagues modern business. We're here to dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it's not going to be wasted. Now let's get to work. For many years, I mistakenly assumed that because I spent the majority of my professional life building companies, which entailed, you know, conducting sales meetings, networking, all of the stuff that goes with building a company, having speaking engagements, I mistakenly thought that I was an extrovert. I didn't understand why I needed a full day recovery of silence after delivering a training course or a full day in meetings until I realized that I was an introvert trying to pass myself off as an extrovert. Today, it's not uncommon for me to plan, if I'm at a networking event, to plan my leaving so that I don't get inundated with other party invitations or to go out for drinks. To protect my energy, I've learned to set boundaries and not apologize for being myself. Uh, Nothing makes me happier than wrapping myself in a blanket on a cold night, reading, writing, watching TV uh, with my family. In fact, I've I've discovered that the more time I set aside for self-reflection, the more present and effective I can be in these people-oriented events. I really wish I had learned that sooner. Because when we look at it, Our world is naturally built for extroverts. If your school experience was anything like mine, you were told that you need to be more outgoing, that sitting alone, home alone by yourself wasn't cool. Sitting in the back of a classroom by yourself wasn't cool. And those ideals are hold true in the workplace. Now, these environments are built for extroversion. We sit through daily meetings that include verbal exchanges of ideas We now predominantly have open office plans with the goal of promoting interaction. Societal norms would have you believe that being successful means joining several networking groups and having a packed social calendar. Extroverts fill their energy bucket with, by interacting with people. They love it. They, that that's what drives them. They get their energy from that by being in the world, socializing, going to parties and networking. They generally enjoy making small talk in large groups. So meetings, open offices, those types of things, all that social interaction generally fuels them. Introverts, on the other hand, tend to express their ideas better in writing or in this case, maybe behind a microphone. And we enjoy creative activities and we enjoy being alone. After a day filled with interaction and sensory overload is what I call it. As an introvert, I need to rebuild my energy through solitude or with a close friend or my wife. But growing as a leader, 
it, it means that we need to accept that introverted power. And I have to admit that for many years, I forced myself to act, act as an extrovert because I thought that's who I should be in order to gain social acceptance as a leader, a coworker, a friend. But as an introvert, it, it drained me of power. It exhausted me. Constantly being around others took away the precious time that I needed to reflect, generate ideas, strategize, and get curious and creative. Time alone, that provides people like me, introverts, with the sacred ground that we need to step into our power and show up as our best selves. And I took a Myers-Briggs assessment, and that's really where I learned what type of an introvert I really was, that I was an INFJ introvert. But rather than allowing that to put a label on myself, I figured out how I can leverage my strengths to show up in unique ways. In other words, I realized how valuable I was as a leader because of my introversion. But getting to that point, getting to that epiphany took time because many workplaces promote extroverted characteristics. I believe that several myths that kept me from leading as my most confident and creative self for many years. And that's what I want to talk about today. Let's dispel those myths or misconceptions that we have about being an introvert. The first one is the myth that I need to be an extrovert to be successful. The truth of the matter is we need to be our most authentic self to be successful. Instead of tapping into our unique introverted genius, Good leaders can end up spending their time and energy trying to show up as an extrovert, thinking that it, this is what will make them more successful. But not all leaders are extroverts. Introverts make up 50% of the population, and many influential people were extroverts who uniquely advocated for their ideas. You think of people like Warren Buffett, a huge introvert but he regularly uses his simple, understated approach to advocate for successful investment strategies and good decision-making. And many of my friends who are in the, the IT space, many of us are introverts, and it's very difficult for us to put ourselves out there. But for me, the mindset shift occurred when I realized that my level of extroversion was not correlated to my level of confidence or, or competence. I stepped into my power when I owned this simple and liberating truth. I can be introverted, confident, and competent. The second myth is to be seen as credible in meetings or in sales engagement or public speaking that I need to do a lot of talking. Public speaking, obviously, you need to do all the talking. But the truth of the matter is credibility is built through thoughtful contributions inside and outside of meetings. So ask yourself this question. If talking got things done, then wouldn't it also be true that all talkers would be great leaders? Now, taking that thought, I stopped showing up at meetings as my awkward, overly, you know, forced self, a direct self, which was the result of speaking because I thought I had to be, had to speak in order to be credible. I had to learn that it was okay if I didn't have an immediate answer to a challenging question or a topic in a meeting, that it was okay to 
go do research. I learned to step into my power as a leader when I say, hey, that's a great question. I'd like to give that some thought and come back to you tomorrow with some ideas. That that idea that we don't have to have all the answers on the spot. The third myth is to be an influential leader, I need to be charming and gregarious. But the truth of the matter is, to create influence, I need to advocate for my unique ideas. Over the years, I've learned that being an introvert isn't one size fits all, that people aren't one size fits all, that we, we can be unique. And introverts have subtly moved the world over time by changing the way we think, writing brilliant novels, inventing game-changing technologies, and so much more. But it's that belief, that belief in a cause that really makes being an introvert powerful. Now, the question is, will the workplace ever catch up? Will the world of entrepreneurship ever catch up? Introverts have a wealth of tools at their disposal to move ideas forward, including the ability to create one-on-one relationships, deep connections, and strategic planning and thinking. And I think that's what makes a lot of us, us tech guys and girls, so powerful. That we quietly are able to make waves by generating unique ideas and encouraging learning and testing. That's what we do. It wasn't until I fully embraced my introversion that I started to discover how to make my career more meaningful, my life more meaningful. And that refueled me. Introverts have just as much power as extroverts. They complement each other in, a, in the way that the world needs to bring ideas to life. One's not better than the other. So stop believing the myths that are holding you back and start pursuing your truth. That's my message today. Hopefully that can help you if you are an introvert. If you are, let me know in the comments. Reach out to me on social. I love to meet fellow introverts. Talk to you next time. I hope you found this episode extremely helpful. I would super appreciate it if you could just share this with one single person if you found value today. Again, I'm grateful for your time. Take care. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.